Welcome to the Set Yourself Free podcast, real stories of women who went from feeling like they'd never make it in the online space to creating way more money and freedom. I'm your host, Carrie Beach, owner of Set Yourself Free. I'm a life and success coach that empowers women to make more money, live happier and more fulfilled lives, and make a much bigger impact on this planet. We all have different versions of what freedom means, and I'm here to help you unlock your perfect version of it. Join us for season four, where you will hear 16 women's behind the scene look at what it actually takes to have a profitable online business. Through their stories, you will know that you are not alone and that shame only grows in secret. These women will give you the courage, the tools, and the permission you need to step into your power and create the business of your dreams. Let's dive in. Hi, I'm Lindsay Stead. I am the owner, um, CEO, I guess is what the buzzword is right now, of Gilda Blooms Communications, which is a service-based business for female entrepreneurs. We offer digital marketing, web design, and all of that sort of online support for female entrepreneurs who are mostly coaches, wedding professionals, not-for-profits, and creative entrepreneurs. Um, We also have a secondary business, and that is introverted mentoring. So mentoring for introverted female entrepreneurs who are looking to build their business, scale their business, but they're still doubting themselves and really um, using their using their introversion, introversion, sorry, to be, um, introversion to kind of get, give themselves a get out of jail free card. They're having a hard time getting visible. And so we work through a lot of the mindset issues and strategy around how they can grow their done for you service businesses in a way that feels good for them. And in a way that actually looks at being an introvert as a positive rather than a negative. Yay. I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. All right. So let's dive right in and talk about what was happening in your business when you felt like you were either feeling super paralyzed or just unable to show up online. So I've gone through waves of this and um, the very first time I suppose was when I started my business and that was my original business, my done for you services. And that was about four, five years ago now. And I had a really tough time because I had two little girls. One of them was just turning one. I was working from home. Um, I kind of fell into web design for a family member and it was something I'd always loved to do, but I didn't really know a whole lot about social media and I actually didn't even really use it personally. And so when I started, I was overwhelmed with how to get clients, where to look, what to do, um, and how to sell myself because at the time I kept thinking, well, I'm not qualified. Um, but I, and I was, I'm an introvert, so I was so nervous about it. Um, But I found, I just, what I did was I, for me, I focused on Facebook. I built my entire business through other people's Facebook groups. And it was so successful for me because it enabled me to sort of peek my head out from underneath my turtle shell, make some connections, but I wasn't on camera, which was huge for me uh, because that thought alone paralyzed me. Um, The other thing that I find 
that kind of causes me to completely freeze is decision paralysis is what mm-hmm. I refer to it as. If I, there are too many decisions to make sometimes and they're not even big, big decisions to make, they'll kind of freeze me. So being able to let that go. And I recently listened to a talk by Gary B about, um, about just that decision paralysis. And it was so helpful for me because it, he basically outlined that, um, the safe decision, the seemingly safe decision isn't always the safest decision. And we will never know how the other option would have worked out. And so for me, that was so liberating because I was able to really let go of that paralysis because I thought, you're right, we, I'll never know how this choice, mm. this other option would have worked. So I'm just going to commit fully to the one thing that I choose, the path that I choose, and go from there. So that helped me tremendously. Mm, I love that. So there's a couple of pieces in there that I think are so helpful for people to hear. And I, I talk about uh, a little bit of this a lot recently with the Facebook groups and getting visible there, because I think mm-hmm. there's the reality, you have an online business, you have to yeah. figure out a way to show up, get visible and market your services. Like that is yes. part of the thing. But for a lot of people, whether you're introverted or like I've worked with people with a lot of trauma and I think we all have trauma in some fashion. It's just like, obviously the level of how that shows up in your life. And so if you have a lot of trauma or you have unsafe people in your life, like the thought of, Oh, just get out there, get visible, put yourself online is so terrifying to some people. Or if you're really shy, you're not comfortable on camera. And so For me, it was so frustrating because I kept hearing, get visible, get visible. And I was like, I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe. And it wasn't until I was able to be like, okay, how can I create safety for myself first? And so much of that for me and now how I work with some clients, if they're struggling with this is like, let's figure out the spaces that are safe. And exactly what you said, like, Facebook groups are a great place for that because you don't have to like go live on your personal page and go talk about your business in places where you're terrified of what everyone's going to think of you. Like that's not a requirement. No. And this is what I constantly tell people because I agree so much with that. And, you know, we're in this world of entrepreneurship which means we get to write our own rule book. We get to write the plays that we run. So why are we being told and dictated to by other people? Yes, that path and that strategy may have worked for that person, but it doesn't mean that it's going to work for you. You have to go where your energy goes and where you feel the most comfortable. And I keep telling people, especially specifically with that get visible term, because I use it too. But what I do say is, you know, get visible, but it's not about like putting the bungee cord on and going from going up to that bridge and just jumping right off and bungee jumping right over that edge. It's about taking that one step closer to the edge. You get the bungee on and then you take another step. So it's not this like zero to a hundred. You have to you can lean up to it. You can do a gradual entry, right? So, I mean, six months ago, I was not comfortable being on camera. 
myself. And I'm on my Instagram stories every day now, almost all day. Um, and I, you know, when I started, I was very <laughs> rambly, which is kind of just me, I think. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I think I, I would lose my focus and I was very, very self-conscious about how I looked on there. And then I remember doing one story in particular and I had something to do right after. So time was crucial and I wanted to do this training that I had said I was going to do, but I also needed to put my makeup on. And I thought, you know what? To hell with it. I'm going to put my makeup on while I do this training on my Instagram stories because I don't really care anymore. So, you know, there's a way to work up to these things. It's not as black and white and, and, you know, as simple as just do it. I mean, if we could all just get visible our whole lives, all of our, our, our businesses would be so different. It's not that simple. And this to me is why it's always figuring out what the story under the story is. Like mm-hmm. so many people and even so many coaches want to be like, well, just do this. And I'm like, everyone is doing the best they can with what they have. And they're mm-hmm. so in their own way and in their head, they don't know it. And so it's figuring out like, okay, what is actually going on? What am I afraid of that's going to happen if I do this thing, you know, versus just like, oh, I know I need to get on video and that's the thing. And if somebody's just like, get on video, get on video. And you're like, I don't feel safe. I don't feel comfortable. Here's what my fear is. And it's really figuring out like, how do you work through those stories and do that inner work and mindset work so that you can show up and take the steps in your business? Yes. and so. First of all, what I I always see, I always tell people, you know, clients of mine on both sides of the businesses, you don't need to do anything. This is, again, your business, Mm -hmm. your choice. So you don't have to do this. If it doesn't feel good to you, I might suggest, you know, maybe I'm going to say, yeah, it would be great if you could get on stories for, or do a live training. But if you are really resistant to it, it's not going to go the way that you want it to anyway, because you don't feel good about it. So you, and that's kind of the, that's the amazing thing about having your own business. You get to decide. It's so important to figure out what is that piece for you of like, Mm -hmm. what is paralyzing you? What is keeping you stuck? And uncover that piece. And then it gets to be easy. And you want to show up in a way that feels authentic to you because you have figured out what the things are versus just feeling like, oh, I have to do these things because so-and-so said I need to do these things. And exactly what you said, it's like, no, like you get to decide. Like if you're telling me you don't ever want to sell in your business, I'm going to say, well, good luck to you. But if you're saying I would say outsource it then. You (laughs) say good luck, and I would say outsource it. (laughs) There you go. There you go. I mean, there's always a solution, but like Mm -hmm. not doing something is not an option, right? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) definitely. And yeah, so I mean, and and going back back to what you said there about doing the mindset work, when people tell me that they don't want to do something, you know, I like to work with them and talk about why they don't want to do it. And often it comes down to a fear-based issue. And I say to them, well, then what's the worst case scenario? And some of the most common things that I hear are are actually one of the most common things that I hear from people is that in specific to being live or being visible is um, that they will be called out 
by another expert or by an expert because they don't view themselves as an expert yet, that they will be called out by an expert um, for being wrong about something. So, or another big one actually is shame about their appearance. That's another big one that I hear a lot. So it's working through some of those mindset issues and breaking them down to get to the root of the issue and the root of what is holding them back. And then that way you can start to rebuild and strategize around it um, and build on it in a way that, like I said, makes them feel good. And like you said, makes them feel safe. hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> so agree. I'm Julia, Julia motherfucking Wells on the internet, also in real life, pretty much the same person. Uh, my, my favorite compliment is always that you're like, you're just the same online as you are in real life. And then I got it the other day from someone dating and they're like, you're, you text just like you talk. And I was like, yes, I've mastered not being weird talking to men. Which is a huge win for me. Um, anyways, I call myself a pussy based business coach. So I'm all about teaching women how to run a business that is both pleasurable and profitable, how to do it in a way that really honors what makes us like uniquely women. So receiving, being in your flow, whatever your flavor of that is too, um, which I think is super cool. And just like being authentic and visible and making lots of money on the internet. Yay. I'm so (laughs) excited that you are here. I'm very excited for all of these fun things we get to say. (laughs) Okay. So tell the people what was happening in your business when you were not showing up, feeling really paralyzed. I know you have some good stories to tell the people. So yeah. So just like for context, because I think it can be helpful. Um, we're recording this, like what the end of May, 2020. And so at this time, one year ago, I had zero like recurring revenue customers in my business. I could sell like one-off stuff and some high-end stuff, but I was terrified of commitment and like selling larger packages or anything, like literally paralyzed. And I now make like $50,000 plus in my business every month. So I just share that to like give context of like, I totally get it. Um, and, and that was after four years of running my business, kind of like running in circles, trying to figure it out. And um, a lot of my like being paralyzed came from thinking that there was like some right way that it had to be done. And until I could become that person, I definitely couldn't like make money or sign clients or do the things or say the things or whatever. And so I was always overwhelmed and like paralyzed by trying to be like other people or to do it a certain way that just like did not work for me. And, um, I would, I'm the kind of the person that would skew instead of like doing everything, I would just do nothing. So like when I got paralyzed, I would just shut down and be like, I'm just going to watch Netflix in bed today and every day. <laughs> so I did a lot of that. Um, I don't know if it was on a podcast or where I heard you talking recently that you were like, oh yeah, I had this like big training inside my Facebook group and I just didn't show up. That's <laughs> happened many times. <laughs> <laughs> There was times like I would just straight up forget about my business. I I don't know if it was like a trauma response or what, but I would just, I I also did this really dumb thing where I was like doing an experiment to see if um, like a negative punishment kind of thing would drive me in my business. (laughs) So I, I was like, I'm going to go live every day for 30 days. And if I don't, I have to make a donation to Donald Trump's campaign. Oh shit. 
Well, sure as shit, I fucking forgot to go live on my birthday. I think I was like drunk or whatever. And like, just, just like passed out on the couch. And the next day it was like this huge dilemma of like, do you make the donation or do you not? And like, what is integrity actually look like? Cause that would be so out of integrity for me to spend any money that way. Um, but also I had like said, that's what I was going to do. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's been many times where <laughs> I just like really fuck things up in my business in an effort. Cause that's why I was like, yeah, but everyone else can just make themselves do it. And so like, you're a bad person <laughs> if you can't. Um, but then there was other, yeah, I think there was another live stream series or something I did where I just, I like f- I forgot to show up in my business that day. <laughs> it was, that was, so it's a pattern. <laughs> Let's just call it what it is. Okay, so a few important things for people to hear that don't know you. Number one, how much can change in a year? Like one fucking year. Like, right? So much. It's everything wild. And you're such a perfect example of that. And it feels so far away for so many people. And it's like, holy shit, a year ago. Like one year ago. (laughs) One year, literally. Like one calendar, in one calendar year, I've made, I went from making like nothing in my business to... I think like, I mean, at this point, I don't even know, probably $350,000 in cash in under a year, which is like absurd. And it's not like, I just want to say that it wasn't because any of those things that I used to think I had to do is what I did. Like I didn't become a type A, I didn't become a perfectionist, really show up when I say I'm going to show up and I take my business seriously now. Um, But I still mess things up all the time. And so I think that's just important to name is like, that's not what made the difference. So now that everyone wants to know like, okay, so what the fuck did you do that made the difference? (laughs) So one thing I had to do for sure was like rebuild my self-trust because like those examples kind of show is like, I, I would give my word to something and then I wouldn't be able to show up and do it. And it just eroded my trust that like I could handle clients. I could handle money. I could handle growth in my business. And so I, you guys, I started so small. Like my coach challenged me to go to a coffee shop for two hours a day. And even if I didn't like really work, like I just needed to get out of the house out from under the covers, watching Netflix (laughs) and do something and do what I said I was going to do every single day. Like, and for a month or two, that's like all I was doing. And eventually, you know, I started being a little more productive or whatever. Um, but it just like showed me. So, right. So showing up in my business energetically when I said I was, and just daily, like taking it seriously and being like, okay, permission to do this your way, but you do have to show up and, and consistently do your mindset work or take action in the name of the thing that you want or whatever that is. So not a ton change. Like my strategy, my strategy definitely didn't change. Still doing the same thing, except I forget less often. I calendar everything obsessively now. Um, but yeah, I was like, I just decided I wasn't going to be that person in my business anymore. I was like, you know what? I'm going to be someone that shows up and I'm going to find out if I can handle it instead of be scared and paralyzed by the fear. I'll just like embrace it head on and then decide. Well, and knowing a bit more of your story, um, I think it's important for people to know like, okay, so first of all, you decided you were like, I don't want to be that person anymore. And then you invested in coaching and support around this so that you would not be that person anymore. Totally. (laughs) You know, sometimes we just need someone to hold us accountable, me especially. (laughs) But then you were also like 
so willing and available to look at your shit and be willing to try on new ways of thinking and being, even though you didn't have to like become this different person, you still had to look at your thought patterns. Yeah. And I think the big difference is like, I used to just kind of buy into them myself and I'd be like, well, this must be true. And here's all the evidence. And now I'll be the first person to tell on myself and message like my coach or a friend or whatever. And being like, oh my God, my brain is telling me this thing. Surely this isn't true. Like, please, I need like perspective and a reframe and like save me from myself in this moment. <laughs> um, and like no shame in having that support either. Cause I think before I was like, I have to be able to figure this out myself and everyone else can do it. It's like such a lie. Um, so now it's just like, no, I'm just willing to lean into it and evaluate or like, um, you know, like kind of be willing to witness all my thoughts and question everything. And it's made a huge difference. Mm, And I think that's so important for some of the type A driven people to hear. Like there's no shame in investing in support. There's nothing wrong with you. It doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong, but the lies of the internet teach you that you should be able to figure it out and you should be able to do it by yourself. Yeah. It's one of the biggest traps. And like, um, one of my teachers, her name's Kasha Urbaniak. She's super cool, but she teaches that like the independent woman is just as much of a trap as like the good girl people pleaser. Cause we're like, we can do it all ourselves. Like we don't need anybody. And like, that's just not how things work. <laughs> and it's, it's just like the fastest way to either burn yourself out or not get what you want and like beat yourself up and make things so much harder than they need to be. And even still like I'll up level and then I'm like, Oh my God, I should know this thing or I shouldn't Mm -hmm. be questioning myself. And it's like, that's just not like, as soon as you can let that go and be like, I'm just always going to question myself. My brain's always going to make up lies. I'm always going to have fear, but what I can do differently is how I relate to it and show up no matter what and have someone else in the boat with me and helping me see, like have a perspective on this thing. Um, and that's what allows me to just like, that's grown my business so quickly. Yeah. So back a little bit in the story when you were deciding, cause I, I talk about this a lot. I think it's really annoying until it clicks in, but I always like, I, I want to like break it down in a way that can be as helpful as possible. I, you know, the whole reason of this podcast is like, I don't want to perpetuate the myth that there is this one secret or that we're holding secrets from you in how we talk right. about stuff, you know, cause I, or think only that- like some people know what it yeah, takes. <laughs> exactly. So what was it? Or were you just like, so sick of your shit that you're like, I'm deciding to go all in. I know that I want to give this a go and I believe I'm capable. Like, was there a moment or something that happened? There's a big moment. It even has a name, which is so fun. (laughs) And you might know about this, but, um, yeah, I was like, I was one of those chronic, like, you know, one foot in. And I was like, if I don't make 10 K by this day, if I don't, if I'm not like self-sufficient or whatever, by this day, like I'm going to go back to corporate and I'm going to do this. Like there was always a plan B in a trap door, which is one of the fastest ways (laughs) to like sabotage your manifesting and your desires. But I couldn't see it. Like I thought that was kind of the responsible thing to do. And finally my coach was like, listen, you're in or you're out. Like, what if you just decide it works and you're going to figure it out until it works. And the only way you ever create your coaching business is if you decide you just don't like coaching anymore. And I was like, okay, I'm in for that. Like literally nothing else has worked. So why the fuck not? And so we like did a whole ritual. So it's called, I called it the boss bitch baptism. And she was like, you're going to like, and 
no like disrespect for people who are religious. If that's like, we're using it the wrong way. <laughs> not religious, but she's like, basically like, you're going to do a ritual. You're going to run your ass in the ocean. I was in Hawaii at the time. And like, after that moment, like it's done and decided and you are someone who works their business until it works. There's no plan B. Like you, you only quit if you decide you fucking hate this. And after, like, that was my decision and then marked it with like ritual and embodiment and all of these things. And I let my friends witness me, which was really hard. Mm-hmm. I literally like read out loud, like, these are the things I'm leaving behind. This is what I'm calling in like tear streaming, letting go of like so much shame and sh- so much guilt and all of these pressures I put on myself. And like, I mean, really, that was it. After that, like things really picked up and, and changed. <laughs> There's so many things about that. I mean, we could talk about forever, (laughs) but, (laughs) you know, to me, it's just like, oh, that is exactly what it takes to be so willing to like have others see you in your moments of guilt, in your moments of shame and not be alone in it. First of all, because Mm -hmm. that's what, you know, shame needs. It just needs somebody else witnessing it. It needs the safe space for it. Otherwise it just completely grows and expands. And I watch this all the time with people that like come out of their shame. And it's so beautiful because when you're able to allow people in and then you're like, Oh, it's not going to overtake me. Like, Oh, the power's not there anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then just really, really having that ritual and that line in the sand and basically not giving yourself an out anymore. I just like took that option away and it was terrifying too. I was like, Oh my God, this is going to like, I don't know. I think for a while I thought it would be embarrassing if I failed, but at that point it was like, but failure is not an option at this point. Cause the only way that it's like failing is leaving the business because that was actually like in my desire to do so. So I was like, okay, well, we'll just figure this out then. (laughs) Like no other option. I love it. My name is Justine Beauregard, and I am a marketing and growth expert and also the brains behind Growth Mindset Marketers, which is a community for female entrepreneurs to grow their businesses, um, as I like to say, with ease and joy, because that's mm. what I strive to do in my business. And I've been a marketer for 12 years, and I absolutely love what I do. I work with clients, hundreds of clients all over the world, um, you know, talking about marketing strategies, talking about mindset, uh, talking about different creative and fun ideas to try based on your personality. So it's just really great because I have so many unique people with so many unique businesses in the community all coming together and learning from each other and growing side by side. So it's really fun. Yay. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much. Yeah. So can you talk to us about, it might've been the beginning of your business, maybe not. So you can tell us, um, but when you felt like you were really paralyzed and unable to show up consistently online and what was going on? You know what? It's funny that when I think about it, it actually comes and goes even still today. Mm -hmm. Having done this for so long, there are times throughout the year where I just feel really stuck. And I, every morning when I wake up, I go to my gratitude first thing in the morning and I set my intentions for the day and I have my task list. And one of the things that I do in my journal every morning is I write down uh, advice from my coach was actually to do this. So I just started it 
this year, but I write down every morning, how confident am I in my business Hmm. and in myself on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the highest. And I have only ever woken up a 10 one time. Mm. Almost every day I wake up at between a five and an eight probably. And then I do the work to get to the 10. Mm. And it's interesting how like, that's almost like a mini version of feeling paralyzed because when I wake up not feeling super confident, especially on the days where I'm a four or five, Mm -hmm. it really makes me second guess, what am I doing? What am I here for? Can I really help people? Do I have what it takes to be successful? All of those thoughts. And even when I was at my peak, even when I made the most amount of money and the least amount of time in my business, there were still times where I felt paralyzed. And every time that I go through something big, like a shift with what I'm offering or things that I see changing within myself and how to adapt those to my business, I always feel stuck. And I have to do that mindset work and kind of shift through it because I will sit thinking, Either there's so much that I can do, I don't know where to begin, mm. or there's, I have no idea what to do and I'm feeling super stuck. So it's almost two versions of the same problem, if that makes sense. It does make sense. And I love so many pieces of what you just said, because all of that to me has so much gold in it. If we look at it and break it down a little bit more for people, I think number one, it's so relatable because it's like, Oh, I don't wake up every day and feel amazing. And I think some people might, you know, cool, like props to them. But I think more people probably wake up in the state that you're saying and then there's that disconnect between how they're initially feeling and how they want to feel. And then you are so willing to do that work to get you to that place that you want to be. And you've also trained yourself to know how to do that work to get yourself there. And I would love to know maybe a few of the tools that you use when you say like do the work or the mindset work around it, like gratitude or different things that you really live into that allows you to bridge that gap. Cause I think that's where a lot of people get caught. Yeah. One of my favorite things to do, this is what I teach all of my community members to do is I created something called, I call a praise folder. Mm-hmm. And the praise folder is something that I keep. I keep one on my phone and I keep one. Well, basically it's in my images on my phone. And then I keep one on my computer And it is just screenshots of nice things people have said to me throughout the years of, you've really helped me, you know, you 6X'd my revenue in 30 days. I just broke uh, 7K months when I was at 2K months less than 30 days ago. Comments like those fuel me every single day. Like if I think I don't know what I'm doing, I look back to those and go, look at all these just looking at the collective, not even reading one, but just looking at all of them and thinking every single one of these is a positive comment about the work that I've done. Clearly, I know what I'm doing. Mm. And more people need this. More people need help. More people need my help. And it's sort of that transition. Another thing um, that I 
did for many years and I don't do it anymore because like you said, I've sort of trained myself out of it, but I used to have a post-it note on my computer and every morning when I'd open up my computer, it just said, people need to hear what you have to say. Mm. And every time I'd open my computer, it was like, I have to speak to people today and I have to help them today. And it was just my driver that it's more than me. It's more about making, it's more than about making money. Mm-hmm. It's more than being, you know, known for marketing or anything like that. It's about me having a gift and being able to help people in a way that they don't know how to help themselves and they need my support. And if I don't show up, I let them down. And it's outside of myself. And for me, that external sort of driver. Mm-hmm. added to all the internal drivers of me just loving what I do and wanting to show up every day and and feeling that strong pull and desire to be there in my business every day and do something that feels great to me and even if I'm not at that level of confidence when I wake up I know I can get there because I've gotten there before it makes such a difference that is such a tangible practical amazing little thing that everyone can take right now and do, you know, like that. I love that kind of stuff. Cause those little hacks that like somebody outside of ourselves can remind us like, Hey, what if you just tried this on, see how it goes, you know, whatever that post-it needs to say, maybe you, somebody else's needs to say something different. Like doesn't matter. Same, same really like getting right. you into that place of belief for yourself. Um, and like, personally, I'm the same, like I, you know, the money's great wanting to have a business we love and be profitable. I'm all about that. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I also am all about the people's lives that I get to help and change and knowing that if I don't step into my power, like there are people out there that don't get what I have as a gift to help them. And I think it's always coming back to remembering that like, oh, our purpose is so much bigger than ourselves. and your business is just not about you at the end of the day. Yeah. And I recently read Jen Sincero's You're a Badass at Making Money. Yes. And one of the things that really stuck out to me in that book, there were so many amazing (laughs) little nuggets of inspiration. Like anyone who hasn't read that book, run out right now and get it. It's worth it. But that there was one thing that she said in there that was people have this fear around making money or they look at it like it's a dirty word or that it sort of almost takes away from your desire to do good in your business because you feel like if you make money, then you'll become a different person or people will perceive you differently or anything like that. And truthfully, you want to make as much money as you possibly can simply for the fact that if you are a person who strives to do good in the world, the more money you have, the more good you can do. And I always tell people, you know, if I make it to multi seven figures, I'm not going to be driving a Porsche, living in a mansion, having this crazy lifestyle. I love my life the way that it is. And I would love to give to more charities and give more um, scholarships to single moms in my group and to just be able to volunteer more of my time and pay more people to work for me so that my business can run more smoothly on its own and I can just do more things that I love that impact the world in that way. And that's the power of what money can do. It's not just about 
hoarding it for yourself and being all about me and all of those things, there's a lot of good that comes with it. And I think our sort of perception of that needs to shift a little bit still today. 100%. I completely agree. And I am so on board for that book. I actually love the audio too, because you get to hear her voice. And I've re-listened to it a couple of times because if you're ever just like doubting yourself, which, you know, for a lot of us is like daily or whatever, like hourly, I don't know, depends on where you <laughs> are, of like, minute. <laughs> you know, just depends. But I also, along the, the lines of like not showing up, I think she, I, I honestly, I feel like for this entire podcast season, she has things to say about all of the things. And she's so relatable because she was broke until she was 40, like 40, <laughs> You know, and so it's just going like, huh, what can I like look at differently in my life? How can I get mentorship? How can I get coaching? How can I find a supportive community? How can I get these tools and resources, books, podcasts? Like maybe it's that, you know, but being so willing to look at life differently is always going to serve us if we're not getting the results or making the money that we currently have and want in our lives. Yeah. And I think we can easily get paralyzed by that thought of, you know, fake book, everyone showing up on Facebook and being Mm -hmm. like, I just woke up today and made $500,000 and that was so easy. And we all just kind of look around like, wait, I, you know, I must be a five in confidence for a reason. All these people are doing amazing things. And here I am just making you know, whatever we make at one point, everybody was at a thousand dollars a month. And then, you know, the people who are at 10 K 12 K 15 K months, like I didn't get to that level until I was six months into my business. And even then I was selling high level contracts that were like three to $5,000 a piece. Now I have a business that's a subscription model. It's $49 a month. Mm. I've been in business for nine months now, and I just hit five K months in, in this business. And I think as a marketing and growth expert, you know, there is doubt and fear in saying that out loud and saying, I'm not a seven figure business in nine months. And I do teach growth and marketing for a living. And people think that these other people who are doing it are just, you know, they figured something out and we're all sitting here just, no, some of us are really honest and transparent about where we are. And it's hard and you have to work at it every day. Whenever anyone questions, there's people who ask me all the time, I haven't made money yet. I'm two months in. Am I cut out for this? Should I be an (laughs) entrepreneur? I look at them and I'm like, you're a baby in the world of Mm. entrepreneurs. Like you don't even know you haven't tried pretty much anything. You really have to love your business and commit to it. And your confidence level it doesn't matter where you start. You could start at a zero or a two when you wake up. Your commitment to your business is what drives you up to the 10 in the confidence. And the confidence is what gets your results. It makes you show up. It makes you a force of nature whenever you reach out to people that you know you can help because you're just fueled by your passion and your purpose for your business and your people. And the people who are two months in and questioning it, I don't believe that they can't get there. I just believe that they have to make an active assessment and shift from where they are right now in their current circumstance to where they want to be and really align with their purpose and their why for why they're in business. Because if they just 
continue to doubt and fear and not push to get to that 10 out of 10, then they're never going to make it. And it's hard to say that because there's so many of us who are so capable, but we just can't see past that fear or past those expectations that other people are setting. And we're comparing our beginning to other people's middles. And it's hard. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, social media is the biggest blessing and can be the biggest curse if you're not in the right mindset when you're viewing it. And so I I just think that's all completely true of how we have to look at things, both on the timescale of like, oh, you are two months in, of course you don't have these kinds of results. Like, why would you expect that? Oh, because you're seeing people that are saying in two months, I hit this level in my business. There's always a backstory too of like the skill set they had before, the things they did before. Like we just don't ever know the full picture. And so I think we just need to remember that more and more and talk about it more. Yeah. My name is Jackie Kossoff and I'm a marketing strategist and success coach. I have uh, two sides to my business kind of. So I have a marketing agency. I specialize in Facebook ads and sales funnels. And then I also coach uh, fellow entrepreneurs who are building their own marketing agencies. So that's kind of how, how it all uh, fits together. And I also love, um, love to travel. I love reading, writing, and history. Um, it's like one of my main passions and yeah, so I just kind of try to, um, I'm definitely define myself as a multi-passion entrepreneur and I think that really finding harmony in all the different areas of my life and my interests are, um, you know, that's, that's one of my main, um, main pursuits, (laughs) I guess you could say. Okay. So first thing I want to dive right into is if we can talk about, at the beginning of your online business and when you were feeling super paralyzed and you're unsure of how to take steps forward, if you can kind of talk about what was going on in that time. Yeah. Yeah. So I am definitely, I'm a recovering overthinker. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and you know, um, I definitely used to, and, and still do honestly, just like think, about a lot of things and overanalyze and everything like that. And like, you know, analysis paralysis, like I have experienced that so often. And it's funny, I was actually just talking with someone recently about, about that because they were like, you know, I I don't think I've ever experienced that. I'm like, are you serious? That's like my life every day. Like, (laughs) um, so yeah. So I think that, you know, for me, and it wasn't just in the beginning of my business, honestly, this, um, I, I definitely struggled with this. Um, and still have days where I struggle with it, but you know, I struggled with just being paralyzed for, um, off and on, I guess you could say for probably like the first two years of my business. Um, and I'm only like two and a half years in. So like, <laughs> it's been very recently that I've actually gotten to the point where I've been able to consistently see myself moving forward and, you know, and not being paralyzed, um, for, for long periods of time. Mm. And I think that really one of the main things, you know, that's, that's really helped me is 
just really understanding my, my mindset and kind of like what's going on when I get into one of those like analysis paralysis moods. Um, usually for me, it's because I'm overthinking things and I'm usually thinking about with the ways that it could go wrong or, um, you know, I'm thinking about external factors that may or may not have anything to do with, um, with my current goal. And I'm not necessarily thinking about, you know, the solutions or the things that I know that I need to do. And, um, a lot of what I've implemented in the last, you know, six or so months, that's really gotten me out of this whole, um, you know, analysis paralysis, um, that I was really in for pretty much the first two years of my business was actually a lot of the things that I wanted to do in the beginning of my business, but I didn't have the courage to do. And it was a lot of the things that I felt that I needed to make a name for myself first. I felt that I needed to reach a certain level that I needed to, you know, have some sort of proof or validation that, um, I deserved to be visible or I deserved to, you know, have a, a you know, large influx of clients or work with certain clients or, you know, things like that. And, um, and also just being able to share the results that I would bring my clients. You know, I think that was also a big thing. Like, um, I would hardly ever share the amazing results that I brought my clients. And whenever I did, um, you know, just looking back at it, it's kind of funny. Whenever I shared some of the results that I would bring my clients, like last year, um, when I was still kind of paralyzed, <laughs> um, whenever I would share that, like in a Facebook group or an online forum or some kind of, you know, networking um, place where I was networking, I would always receive a new client or a new client inquiry because my results like speak for themselves. And, you know, in my marketing campaigns, they're just, it's so amazing. And, um, and I would just never share them. And like my like coaching testimonials, I would never share them. And so I think for me, it's really been, um, just so transformational to really understand, like I can share not just about like myself or my business or what's going on, but I can also share about like my results and what I've been able to help my clients with, um, you know, on both the marketing side and the coaching side. And it's also been incredibly liberating for me and really helps, um, I think really helps move me forward because it also reminds me where I've been and what I've already accomplished. And so anytime where I'm thinking, um, you know, second guessing myself or I'm like, oh my gosh, am I, is this not good enough? Or is this not, you know, like maybe this campaign didn't work out. Like, does this mean I suck? Like, you know, I can remind myself, no, like I have already accomplished so much. And, you know, even if it was, even if it was, you know, in the beginning of my business, um, in the beginning of my, you know, career, even if you wanted to go back before that, I think that we can always look back to certain goals in our life that we have already achieved to, you know, kind of help us get to that next level and help us remind ourselves, no, I'm not worthless. Because I think that when we get into that analysis paralysis, that's sort of the root of it. It has something to do with whether we feel worthy of this next step, whether we feel we deserve this next step, whether we feel we have enough experience for this next step, right? It's, it's something that, um, that I think just keeps coming back over and over again. It's some iteration of that. And so really just reminding ourselves like, you know, of things that we've done in our past that we're proud of and be like, yeah, like I can do that. I can help someone. Another thing that I do a lot when I'm feeling paralyzed in my, in my business is I actually volunteer. So I will go out and I will volunteer in um, my community or doing something that I love. Um, and that also helps me 
helps remind me like, oh, wait, like I'm really making a difference here. (laughs) And, you know, I can make a difference in other parts of my life too, including my business. And so I think that sometimes, you know, taking a break, like, and really allowing yourself to take that break can really help just kind of stop the, um, you know, the paralysis, I guess, because you're not like in it. And then you can just really focus on what it is you actually want um, for, for your business and moving forward. And you can create a plan to like put those things into action and then just start it. Like that's like the main thing is like, just start. (laughs) Well, I love so much about that because the mindset piece to me, I mean, this is what I like teach and coach around all day long, but it, it's frustrating because sometimes like we all have our, our mindset stuff that we have to look at all the time, but it almost always comes back to that. It's like, what is the story under the story? And when we can get to the root of that, exactly like you were talking about, like then it becomes easier to shift it because we're like, Oh, now I see the pattern here. Oh, I see what's going on here. Like I can have a different thought here instead. And then when I have a different thought, I will take a different action. Mm-hmm. And so I, I love that you gave like very tangible examples too, because it's like helping people getting outside of yourself, whether that means, you know, going and volunteering, or sometimes that even means like, can you get on a live stream and go train on something and offer free value to your audience? Like something that really gets you out of your cognitive brain and into helping other people, I think is so true and helpful for so many of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and just totally. like leaning into that and like not making it like a bad thing that those are the tools that we have, like that can shift us out of that state. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I think that one of the things that I've really, um, you know, worked through a lot is just not beating myself up for, you know, those times where I'm, you know, taking a break or, you know, doing something else and like really just understanding that when you are taking care of yourself in whatever way, shape or form that may be, whether that's, um, you know, like getting a massage or taking a bath or volunteering or just taking a break and going to, you know, going on a hike or something like you are really, you're really helping your, not just yourself, you're helping your business too. Mm -hmm. Because like when you're the CEO how you're feeling and what you're doing every day is affecting your business, whether you like it or not, whether it's just you and your business, whether you already have a team. And so I think that, um, you know, that's something also that I feel like I've learned, um, over my, my own journey, just because, you know, my, I feel like my own path, (laughs) my own mindset practices have just shifted and evolved so much as I've grown, um, that really I would never be able to, I would have never been able to predict in the beginning of my journey, like what I was going to have to work through and what I was going to have to, um, you know, uh, overcome or understand more about myself or what I was even going to learn about myself throughout, you know, throughout everything. And so in the beginning, it would really kind of freak me out when I was, you know, up against, up against, uh, facing a mindset challenge, you know, or something like that. And be like, why is this coming up? Why am I going through this? What's going on? And, um, but now kind of, as you said, you just learn more about yourself and more about how you deal with those sorts of things and how you overcome them. And you can then overcome the next challenge so much faster. 
Exactly. And to me, it's recognizing that like, there's never a point at which we reach in ourselves or in our business where all the thoughts that we don't want go away. Like Mm -hmm. the negative thoughts and the limiting beliefs are still going to be there. It's just, we have the tools and we know how to shift out of them faster Mm -hmm. and that there's never anything wrong with us for having those thoughts. Like that's where I see so many people getting stuck is because they have these negative thought patterns or these things that they know are not helping, but then they're like, well, that means something about me as a business owner or as a person because I'm experiencing this. And it's like, only if you let it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, like you literally get to define your own meaning of pretty much everything that happens to you. And I think that that is, it's so powerful. And it's also just so important that we're able to use that in a really constructive and empowering way. Um, because yeah, like, as you said, it is so easy to, to like make a negative meaning for something that doesn't necessarily need to have a negative meaning or like make something a huge deal when it's really not that big of a deal or when you don't have to make it a big deal. Like you could, you know, like you could say, Oh, like this experience was so bad. And this means, you know, X, Y, and Z about me is just so terrible. Or you could just be like, you know what, this happened what can I learn from it? How can I move forward and how can I move on? And I think that that is actually one of the best things that you can do in business because Mm. yeah, as you said, there's never going to get up to a point where like everything's just going to like work out. And, you know, very recently actually, like, you know, so I, you know, I shared earlier, like in the last like six months or so when I've, you know, really learned a lot about, um, you know, stopping and, you know, analysis paralysis in my case, really just, you know, not being paralyzed. Um, you know, I've seen tremendous growth in my business, like just Mm. amazing growth. I've, um, you know, I've hired, um, you know, more than doubled my team, just like all this, you know, these amazing things. And, um, yet like there's still things coming up (laughs) that I'm struggling with. Like there's still, there's new things and it's like, you know, and, and, you know, I think, yeah, there was definitely a part of me that thought, Oh, this is wonderful. Now things are going to be so much easier. And like, now things are going to like, just like, you know, continually, um, you know, progress, you know, like my, my path is going to be more linear. I'm just going to continue to expand and grow like in this straight line. And it's just like, so not true. And I think that, you know, as we, you know, you, you'll come up against new things. Um, and I don't like saying come up against, but like new things will come up that you will have to (laughs) overcome. You're not like necessarily like fighting them. You're just like getting through them. You know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, no, so things are going to come up, whatever's going on when there's amazing things going on, when you're expanding, when you're, you know, taking on a bunch of new clients and, you know, whatever that looks like for your business, um, there's going to be things that are coming up. And I think the key is, is, you know, just to keep moving forward, no matter how, um, how fast or slow you feel like you're moving. I was actually speaking to one of my, um, one of my uh, close business friends from my mastermind. And, you know, I was just telling her, I was like, you know, I feel like the last few months I've been going so fast and I've just been expanding so fast. And then I feel like the last few weeks I've been going, I've been still been moving forward, but it's been much slower. And, you know, just kind of like honoring that and realizing that I'm working through things that are going to help me, um, you know, continue my, my momentum, um, and continue my journey, continue growing. That is, you know, something that I've been reminding myself just because I am in more of a, a, a a little slower season right now. Right. And that doesn't mean that my business isn't still growing. That doesn't mean that I'm not still 
you know, doing amazing things. And I think I really had to like learn that because I, I did have freak hours like, oh my God, my business is going to stop. <laughs> and then like, I had to like, like take like, you know, inventory. And I was like, wait, I still have new clients signing up. <laughs> I still have, you know, like all these things like going on, like, um, you know, like, no, like things aren't like, they, they might feel like they're slowing down just because I'm not getting, you know, just like influx of like, you know, all these new clients and signing on all these new team members. But it's like, no, like it's, it's, it's fine if that only happens, um, you know, when it's meant to, right. It doesn't have to happen Absolutely. all the time. And that would be, and that would be too crazy. Like if I was constantly like, you know, signing like new clients, like all the time. And if I was constantly having to hire new team members all the time, like, you know, you just get, you would get burnt out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, the ebbs and flows, right? And like, mm-hmm. I love that you said just like letting that be okay. And then also not letting that mean anything about your business or you as a business owner, which again, goes back to that meaning that we attach to things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to the Set Yourself Free podcast and supporting me and these incredible guests. Make sure you're subscribed so that you never miss an episode. Will you also do me a quick favor and go leave us a review and rating so that more people can easily find the show. Each month, I will be picking a reviewer to give a free session to as a thank you. And if you know someone that could benefit from this show, please share it with them. One thing I know for certain in this lifetime is that we need more women living lives of freedom and impact. Can't wait to see you next week.